Hello, everyone. Welcome to DWZ Podcast with J-Rod here, uh, the leader of WrestleZone's very own podcast with me talking about professional wrestling on different subjects from promotions, wrestlers, anything that comes up. On today's episode, we have, of course, two articles that I read, one from Ringside News and the other one from Lords of Pain. And these are recent news that came about. So one uh, uh, for Ringside, it, appear, it was published on December 7th and the Lords of Pain a day after December 8th. So let's start with Ringside News um, on this one because this one is very interesting. As you all recall, um, this one was about AEW's the or, original plans for the stable faction Inner Circle. Now, if you guys have been watching... AEW, their first very show that took place on October 2nd introduced a, a very good, interesting villain faction called the Inner Circle. Consisted of Jericho as the leader, Sammy Guevara, proud and powerful, formerly known as LAX, Santana Ortiz, and, of course, Jack, Jake Hagler, uh, Hager, formerly known as Jack Swagger. Now, you ask yourselves, how did this formation or idea of this plan first came? Well, you finally will get the idea where it came from. Now, there's no denying that this stable faction has broken news. They already have some merch out. So let's start with what Jericho said on his podcast called Talk is Jericho. He, he explained the origins and all of this to stable, uh, stable member Sammy Guevara, who was his guest on, the, on Talk is Jericho, about the origins and what were the original ideas of the inner circle. Now, this is what he quoted. Tony's original name, I can't remember what it was. I think I didn't like it as much, Jericho explained. Then when I came up with the idea of a, of a fist, which would be five, the five fingers forms of a fist, and I thought it would uh, just be some cool merch. Tony didn't care for that one. Um, he did. He said he did something like this on the B, on BTE, which is being the elite, where he mentioned my inner circle and the Bucks said that is a cool name. What about the inner circle? So that's how the whole thing began. Now, if you all recall, the Bucks always have good names. I don't know why. It's the same thing they did with SCU, and of course, it worked. So the inner circle name kind of worked as well. So let's move on about the whole story with the inner circle. Now, once the name was, of course, was locked in, uh, they were trying to figure out who should be involved, who should be in the group. Now, Jericho suggested to have MJF, but uh, apparently AEW already had uh, plans for him. They wanted him to stand down on his own. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean... MJF is in a stable faction, but not with AEW, with MLW, Major League Wrestling. But he, they want to see how he goes on his own. And of course, he currently has like a bodyguard or slash helper, whatever you want to call it, uh, Wardlow. So he's involved. So, but he, but AEW suggested him the Lucha Brothers. Now, Jericho kind of qu- uh, quoted this. One of the ideas originally was the Lucha Brothers, and I thought they were too much like superheroes. 
I wanted killers, and Santana Ortiz were perfect. Now, let's go back to the very first episode of Dynamite. Now, prior before that episode, they were Jericho was set to be in a six-man tag team match with against the Elite, which consists of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Now, there were still talks. I think people were guessing who, who they were going to be. Now... My initial thought maybe was the Lucha Brothers because, of course, of the rivalry with the Bucks in recent months. And then there was the idea when, after All Out, I saw Santana Ortiz, formerly known as uh, LAX. And I thought in my back of my mind, wait a minute, these guys could be perfect for Jericho. I already thought of the, I already thought of the idea they could be in it. And it turns out, right a day before the AEW first episode... Uh, you see Santana Ortiz going to the locker room thanking Jericho. And, of course, it was announced they're part of the six-man tag team. So that was part of the of what I thought right from the get-go with him. Because they fit perfectly to join Jericho's faction. And it made a lot of sense. And if you think it's, it's not, try to open your eyes and ears on this one because it always helps. If you pay attention closely... What fits perfectly? Now, I didn't think who was going to be in. I didn't think Sammy Guevara was in it. I didn't think about Jake Hager. But everything turned out great, you know, because I like how they have all of these guys. And Sammy Guevara, I would never would have imagined of him being in a stable faction. He never was throughout the career since I've been following him on his vlogs on on YouTube. But it's great, you know. I love the idea how they have this villainous faction and it's all great. But... We can say the the rest is history, but there's still talk to saying that maybe the stable faction may not last long. Maybe, but we'll just have to see how far they're going to go with it because they do have interesting characters in it, you know what I mean? The way they're being portrayed, and I like it. You know, I love the inner circle, I love how they're going as the villain faction on this one. Now, the second article was from Lords of Pain. This one was released on December 8th. This one was about Marty Skrull. Now, if you all remember who he is, he was a member of the Bull Club, then later the Elite. Um, ever since the Elite left Ring of Honor, uh, he formed his own uh, stable faction in Ring, in Ring of Honor called Villain Enterprise, and consisted of Brody King and PCO. And then later he added Flip Gordon, but they're calling him the Mercenary. Now... As you all know, we're in December. His contract already expired by the end of November. And he is scheduled to show up at Final Battle under his terms, under his wishes. He and uh, they're going to be in a, he's going to be in a tag team match. But it's still, there's tease that apparently Marty could be on his way to AEW. Now, uh, if you guys follow me on my YouTube channel, there was a, uh, my partner Nico actually... Uh, went to Victorville not too long ago, and he asked. He was wearing the Villain Enterprise shirt, and he told him, "Do you like Marty?" And he says, "Then Nick kind of gave a little tease that there is a possibility that Marty could go to AEW." I mean, that's what many fans want, and it looks like there is indication. Now, there's something else you all need to know. Uh, apparently, Marty Skrull has finally had a trademark name, Vi uh, Villain Club. I have this shirt that I have that says Villain Club, and I think it's perfect because this could be the start of a villain faction that he wants to form. Uh, people are still trying to figure out 
how is he going to be introduced with AEW if he wasn't part of when they first debuted? Well, they could find other ways. There's no denying on that because the writing process could be a bit difficult, but there are always ways to, to bring it in. Now, there was a recent um, uh, shoots on Instagram on Marty's page. There's a pose that he put. He was hanging out with Darby Allen and his wife Priscilla Kelly, and he put, and then they were ha- hanging together. But it is a possibility that maybe he will form a villain, fa- villain club faction with Darby Allen. And I mean, I would like to see how this goes. Now, l- later on, about a few days ago, Luke Harper was released from WWE, and apparently. There's a photo of him with uh, Marty Skrull, and it wrote, Villain Club, question mark. Is this the indication that Luke Harper will go to AEW to be part of the Villain Club? Me, I will. I think people right now, there are those who are saying they would like to see him with AEW. Now, he has spoken about it, saying that he has friends with AEW. I just don't know who. Uh, or unless if you guys know out there who they are, I'm trying to figure it out. But if it is, it could be great because Marty, to me, in my opinion, as much as I like him and love him on with the elite, I feel he could stand out on his own, either be without a faction or with the faction. But I think he should be stand out on his own, a guy who should be leading his own faction because it fits perfectly with him because... There's no denying he's such a great character, and I like him. He's like one of my favorite characters. I love when he goes, you numpty, all this other stuff. Kind of makes me laugh. And, you know, Marty's such a tremendous person. You know, he, he may not be like a high flyer, but he knows how to to wrestle. But we still don't know yet what's going to happen. If he does go to AEW and he forms the Villain Club, I'll be happy as a ch- a kid on Christmas. So, we just got to stand by and watch what happens. Now, like I said, Marty is, c- is scheduled to appear at Final Battle with Ring of Honor under his terms. Now, it's still unclear when that will happen. But, if he does, there is, people are, are, not, are saying he may be heading to AEW. Now, keep in mind... There is indications that uh, WWE has their eyes set on him. We just don't know yet. If it does, then it does. As much as I want him to be AEW, I would like to stay, have him stay with... I would like to see him with NXT. No SmackDown, no Raw. Because right now, those shows are not doing so well for me. But for now, let's just wait and see what Marty's going to do when we get to that day. So, this is J-Rod here for DWZ Podcast. I must bid all of you adieu. So, goodbye. And have a nice day. Bang!